The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Thanks for all of your texts coming in uh, this afternoon. Again, you can get a hold of me anytime at 630-630. Uh, the phone number, 496-0063. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Apollo 11 and the 50th anniversary coming up throughout the show. We'll weave some things in and out. Found some uh, interesting factoids on uh, the Canadian involvement with that mission that I'd like to get to and let you know about um, because to be honest with you until I started researching it uh, with my 45 years on this my 45 ish years on this planet um, I didn't know uh, much about the Canadian involvement in, in this mi- mission so we'll get to that uh, coming up right now though we, we've heard about book clubs there's bourbon clubs there's wine clubs and now a choice for professionals who want to smoke cannabis with others in a social outing it's called meat and green and Brad Ward is the man behind it he joins me now hey Brad Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for taking the time this afternoon. Okay, so you uh, decided uh, something needed to be done. Why is that? Hi, uh, that's a very good question. I think uh, because cannabis has been so uh, closely associated with creativity, uh, when it became legalized, I expected more creative endeavors to come out of it and i haven't seen it so i thought why not lead the charge lead the charge so brad you are what an insurance an insurance broker right that's correct yes. okay and uh, how many so have you you talked to some friends you know some some people do you have a group already or are you just putting the call out there now so i have a bit of a group already uh there's about 50, about 20 to 30 people who are participating in private events that i've been hosting uh, throughout Edmonton, mm. and this is the first public call to kind of build that database. So the public, so you know, the move from uh, you know private events into public events. I'm guessing part of this, Brad, really is is that I think there's still a stigma around uh, cannabis smoking um, in public. Are you finding yeah. that? Yeah. 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 I, I, not only in public, I think there's a stigma to uh, with smoking cannabis in any setting. Mm. I, I think it's not something like I was just reading your bio on your uh, website and it says you're a big wine and cheese fan. Yep. But, you know, would a professional like you be as comfortable saying I like cannabis and cheese? <laughs> right? I haven't seen that before in a biography. I, I haven't seen that. I, I know some folks who might be able to put it in there, but no, they would not or they have not yet. And what do you think that is, Brad? I think it's, uh, we just don't, People don't understand it uh, as well as they understand alcohol. Alcohol has been ingrained in society for thousands of years, where cannabis, and if you look at cannabis usage over the course of human history, it's Mm -hmm. relatively new. So there's that aspect plus the criminal aspect of it. The black market has made it look terrible. And a lot of movie portrayals over the last 20 to 30 years have, you know, Cheech and Chong, Dazed and Confused, it really doesn't show you as the most it doesn't show the most intelligent people as cannabis users mm-hmm. so it really doesn't portray us well no and um no i'm gonna ask you a couple questions if you don't want to answer them that's fine were you no no go ahead okay were you were you um a cannabis user before it became legal so i used uh as a teenager mm-hmm. and i got in a lot of trouble with my parents mm-hmm. a lot of groundings and uh 
I gave it up once I became a father at 20. Yep. And then I, I used it occasionally, maybe a handful of times between the time I was 20 and the time it became legal. Mm -hmm. And even now, people are surprised to find out that I don't use it every day. I'm not uh, an avid user. I use it maybe three, four times a week just before bed when everybody has gone to sleep for the night mm -hmm. and I have the main floor to myself. So, <laughs> yes, I did use it uh, illegally, but very rarely. Are, are you are you finding, you know, I, I look at the list, uh, you know, that the, the other like 28 actively involved members from the group, you know, financial advisors, lawyers, um, uh, repair business owners, uh, all that sort of stuff. Are, are you are you hearing the same story from them about um, cannabis use and and the, the the difficulties that they're finding being able to use it without feeling judged? Yes. Yeah, yesterday I had the pleasure of being on Ryan's show, Ryan oh. Jesperson's, and I was uh, I had a guest with me and some other uh, professionals I had reached out to and said, hey, there's this opportunity to go on the air and just kind of open up about the fact to use cannabis. And some, a lot of them said they weren't interested because they didn't want their customers knowing mm. or their clients knowing that they used cannabis. And obviously, so, you're yeah, not worried. The stigmas. So you're no, not worried I, I, about it. Somebody's got to be a, tra you know, a trailblazer, as I call it. So, <laughs> um, so, so what does uh, your first kind of public outing look like then, Brad? So it's just, it's at the Pine on White. It starts tonight at 6. Uh, and you'll meet me at the door and then come into the back room where it's going to be, you'll get a $10 voucher for food, uh, and then you can mingle, grab a bite to eat, go into the back and smoke a joint if you want, if you meet somebody you connect with. But I didn't put a lot of structure to it because I think that that flies in the face of what mm. uh, cannabis users want. They don't want a sit-down event. They don't want anything overly formal. This mm. is my my guess. I, I could be very wrong, but I... A lot of people who are attending seem to be on board with it. Yeah, what what is your hope? Um, you know, as you as you look forward, maybe a year, five years down the road, when it comes to to cannabis use, and I, you know, my text line is is lighting me up right now, saying, "Oh, great, great." You know, Jake, Could you answer some, please? Yeah, cannabis <laughs> has been used for a long time. It's been found in the stomachs of Egyptian mummies. Cannabis is now a new time, whatever. It's been used for you know thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, we know that. We know that. But um, until legalization, where you know there was a lot of folks that were nervous about, um, you know, using it in public. And and we're coming up to the year anniversary, what, October 17th, and, and, that, and that fear or that stigma, that concern is still there, texters. So my question then, to, again, to, to Brad is, is what is your hope a year from now or maybe two years from now, um, you know, when it comes to cannabis use um, among professionals? I think that it, I think that I would love to see professionals engage with can, cannabis from all different industries and reap the benefits of it. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of creative benefits that come along with cannabis. Um, that you know, sitting down with a notepad, av having just consumed cannabis, you're going to come up with more ideas than sitting down with a bottle of wine and coming up with ideas. So I'd like to see more creative outlets for corporations, mm. business owners. Um, I'd also like to see just more openness about it, yeah. you know, and yeah, you know, for it to not be so uncomfortable to talk about in the workplace, uh, because it's quite easy to talk about wine or alcohol, Absolutely. but it, or wine or beer, but it's not 
you know, if you talk about cannabis, people kind of look at you funny. So if, if I contribute anything to this cause, I hope it's that. <laughs> you know, Brad, one of the things I find interesting is that I find the conversation much more open among um younger workers or younger co-workers about cannabis and cannabis use than, um, you know, the rest of us. <laughs> if I can yeah, yeah, I, definitely. I'm not too young. I'm, I'm almost 36 in a few days, so I, I'm not a spring chicken. Uh, and I work with some people that are around my age and older, and some of them have, uh, some of them, while they're very supportive of the event, are, are very against cannabis. And I didn't want to dive into why, but to date, I really haven't gotten a very good answer from anyone as why they're against it. So I think it's a stigma, and there's a lot of things that change throughout time. Uh, there's a lot of perceptions that change, and this is a perception that will change over time if we work at it. Um, and I think ultimately Canadians will be better off with it and there will be a huge economic benefit to it. And Brad, just I well. need to clarify, I had a texter coming in saying um, the major flaw to this group is that people now have to travel across international borders and getting banned from the country that you have to travel to. No, we're, we're talking about social events in the city, not... Yeah. Yeah, we're not... Yeah, I, I don't think... Yeah. You know what, I would love, I, I would love for Americans to join us in Edmonton today, but I really doubt that anyone's flying in to visit us at the Pint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And what about uh, getting home safely, Brad? You know, that's a very good question. Uh, the Pint being a bar and serving alcohol, uh, and I will be watching for anybody who is who, who appears to be too intoxicated. Uh, I will be mentioning it to people as they come into the event. And also, I do trust the judgment of people. Uh, cannabis is an intoxicant, but it is not an intoxicant like alcohol that makes you so unaware of the surroundings. So I think that our guests are going to make better decisions than to drive home intoxicated, especially if they're professionals, they know how much they have to lose. Mm-hmm. And being an insurance broker, I'm 100% against uh, driving intoxicated. All right. So the uh, first public event is a networking meetup at the Pint in Old Strathcona, I think tonight, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, tonight. Uh, What time? Tonight at 6. Tickets are $20. Okay. Guests get $10 voucher for food and a $5 donation to a local boy who needs $10,000 in medical equipment in order to keep going to uh, school in September. Oh, my gosh. Well, tell me more about that story. What's going on there, Brian? Oh, yeah. So, uh... There was a gentleman who friended friended me on Facebook, um, and he shared a few days after we became friends. We hadn't even chatted. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had posted something on his GoFundMe page that his stepson needed $10,000 in medical equipment uh, in order to keep going to school. His stepson is quadriplegic and has cerebral palsy. Mm. And so as soon as I saw that, I said, listen, I want to do anything I can, so I'll take a portion of every ticket sale and I will donate it to your cause. Well done. Okay, Brad. Well, enjoy uh, enjoy the evening and look forward to uh, seeing how this uh, turns out in future months down the road. Keep us updated. Thank you so much. Okay? Take care. That's Will Brad. do. That's Brad Ward, the, uh, the man behind Meet and Green, their first meetup. Uh, really trying to get professionals um, who... Um, enjoy using cannabis out together, maybe to socialize and to network a little bit. The first one tonight at the Pint on uh, on um, 
in Old Strathcona. So $20 a ticket, you get $10 for food. $5 is going to um, to help a young man who uh, who needs it as well. Yeah, I, I don't... I, yeah, I, I, I'm... Oof. It's funny, I talk for a living right now. All I'm saying is this, is yeah, I, I do believe that there's a number of people out there, and I think he nailed it on the head when he said, you know, he's reading my bio on the bottom of my bio. It says, yeah, I like wine and cheese and my motorcycle or whatever it is. Um, you know, even if I was a cannabis user, I'm not sure that I would, even though it's legal, that I would put, I enjoy, you know, cannabis, uh, my dogs and, and whatever. I, I'm not sure I, I would. And I wonder if that's going to change. I wonder if that's going to change 20 years from now on, on workplace bios. We see that oftentimes, eh? you know, always a bourbon lover or, you know, likes this and this. And, and I wonder if that stigma is ever going to, well, I wonder how long it's going to take. That's all. I really do. I, I think it has changed over the past, you know, 10 months or so. And I think the next couple of years are going to be interesting. I think um, I think the legalization of edibles, um, I think October 17th, but I said that I think they said that it's not going to be on the market till December 17th, uh, my birthday, that, um, um, you know, that that's going to open up a whole other uh, door and a whole other group of users, because I think there's some people out there who are still very interested in in uh, cannabis and um, but don't want to smoke. They don't want to vape it. They don't want to inhale it, whatever it is, uh, however it is that you're doing it. They want to try the edibles. And of course, there's a lot of things you need to remember with those as well. But I bet you that that opens up another group of of users, of people who are willing to try, who are just wanting to try and see what it's like. Anyway, just my thoughts on it. It's uh, 2.48 on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. Uh, 2.51. Uh, this tune just reminded me that Morley Scott came over to my desk today and said, Jay, you like the blues, don't you? And I said, I sure do like the blues. And he says, you have to check it out. Uh, Peter Frampton just put out a new album, um, and it is, what is it? it's called All Blues. Peter Frampton, All Blues, it just came, well, 2019, so it's not uh, been out that long, if anything, but some really great uh, tunes on there. I mean, my guitar, uh, Georgia on my mind, The Thrill is Gone. Uh, yeah, so check that out. I downloaded that already. Going to be listening to it this evening. So following up on that conversation we were having about... Um, about cannabis, some of your texts coming in this afternoon uh, says, Hey, Jay, if you think about it this way, if I asked you to go out for a drink, nobody would think anything of it. But if I said, Hey, let's go out for a toke, that's a totally different thing. Agreed with you. I completely agree with you on that one. And, and that was one of the things that uh, Brad was uh, mentioning too in one of the articles that I was reading. He says, uh, this texter saying, I think it will eventually become less of a stigma, but I'm not sure if uh, we will live to see it. Um, this one says, uh, maybe we should tell Brad to have it outside of bars. Lots of smokers do not drink, so we do not go. Um, have it outside of a bar. Oh, I see. Instead of going into, okay. So, and while they're talking about that, they're looking at all different uh, venues at different possibilities as well. He was talking about maybe movie showing, some charitable events, um, you know, maybe going on a hike. 
you know, put some name tags on so nobody gets lost and uh, go for a hike. So they are looking at doing uh, some different things, not just at, uh, at bars, just so you know. Uh, and this one, this texture, this is interesting. Um, so say this out loud and try not to laugh. I want my professional advisors, lawyer, accountant, broker, engineer to be users of cannabis. But don't you think that many of them or some of them already are? I think that if you believe that they are not, then you are fooling yourself. You are fooling yourself because there are lawyers and accountants and other professionals who I can guarantee you are using cannabis. Daryl says your guest is correct about creativity. It also helps forget about pain from injuries. Andrew says cannabis is disgusting and outside of medical use, I have no time for it. Someone says stigma, settle down. You all sound like a bunch of squares. <laughs> okay, simmer down. Simmer down Tuesday right here on the 630 Shed Afternoon News. And this one says to have admissions to cannabis on your bio will get you denied into any country in the world other than Uruguay. The only other country that cannabis is legal, getting caught lying to a customs officer will get you denied entry. And someone says users, squares. Anyway, uh, yeah, get what you're saying on, uh, on this one. Uh, we need to take another quick break. We'll tee up the three o'clock hour after this. Chedville. Uh, you're making me laugh today on the text line. I love it. I love this one. I love listening to old people get scared over absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, this one says, Jay, I have no problem at all with cannabis users, although I can't stand the smell. But why does everything have to be right now? Alcohol's been around a long time. It's going to be uh, take a while for this to be accepted, too. My opinion only. Don't shoot me for it. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, I, I really don't care what you do. As long as you're not hurting me or hurting the ones I love, really has no impact on my life at this point. Uh, we'll take a break here for the 3 o'clock news. On the other side, um, you've heard in the newscast that there's been, a, that city police have arrested a, a couple of uh, young men in connection with a whole bunch of graffiti, about a million dollars worth of graffiti damage uh, in the city. So I want to talk about that, but to do that... We're going to New York. We're heading up, we're dialing up a fellow by the name of David Chino Villarente. Uh, he's an old school graffiti artist. He's a historian of classic New York graffiti culture. Why it happens, how they do it, what it means, all of that and more after this.